0: This episode of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Allstate. Yep, that's right. You're in good hands with Ben Sayer, Sayer Financial Services. Uh, be covered when uh, mayhem strikes. Home and auto coverage with Sayer Financial Services. Allstate, 732-449-4433. Check them out. Get a quote. Get on it. Mayhem happens. Be covered. And who else, Christine?
1: Conti fit dot. You heard it right, everybody, contifit.com, the best in personal training, in coaching, running, in your overall health. You want to feel better, you want to move, functional fitness, and coming at you, let's face it together, trademarked facial fitness and rehabilitation program, looking better, feeling better, and uh, it's time to make some great changes for you, contifit.com.
0: Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with High Five Health and Fitness. And, uh, really, when was the last time you sat down and talked to somebody about your health and where you are right now and where there is areas that can be improved and what needs to be done to feel better? Uh, and that's what we do. So, uh, check it out. High Five Health and
1: it is Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazy and the microphone of where it's at. Hell yeah! What's going on, Brian? Nothing. Feeling good today or what? Yeah, feeling good. Feeling crazy. Feeling high on life. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess that's a good intro. I guess that's a good uh, kind of segue into what we're going to be talking about today on episode one. Forty, uh-huh. heading into a new decade. That's right. With the uh, slicing them off with the two fit crazies, um, with uh, Danny Cola, Danny Cola, Danny Cola Fitness from Illinois, Chicago area. Yeah, Danny Cola podcast. Who's actually going to be relaunching and rebranding to High Potential? We're going to talk about this today because we had a really awesome conversation with Danny and he is definitely not your conventional fitness pro that we normally talk. What's to. conventional? There is nothing. you know, I mean, who's it's like, what, what are we doing There's here? no
0: normal. That's right. And yeah. and uh so so uh Danny came in blazing, right? Right away, literally. Um, you know, we just talked about his strategy and how he uses uh how uses um weed and 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 marijuana and things like that. And it's uh, legal there yeah.
1: everybody, which is before we, you know.
0: Along with his uh along with his training methods and it's just kind of like a little niche of his and and uh and it's and it's cool. So, you know, we definitely um Talk to him about his styles, procedures, how he does mm-hmm. it, how he uses it to enhance everything and create a higher potential for uh, for his clients. Um, awesome! He's really into maces uh, and and kettlebells and some swings and some movement mm-hmm. uh, movement specialists. We talk away into that, um, but really just how you know enhancing um, our lives potentially with um, uh, things like marijuana and, and uh, you know and CBD and lines lines
1: main mushrooms. It, yeah, it's. I think it's a really interesting lesson because, you know, I say to him, you know, what, what's the deal? Like why would, you know, convince someone or what's your take on this? And he is a former physical education teacher right. and coach. And, you know, if you go to his website, I mean, he's really, you know, very decorated in the fitness world. He knows his stuff. And he really is going to talk today about how passionate he was and how he felt he could just reach more people and change more lives through, you know, I guess, quote unquote, non-conventional, you know, ways of approaching fitness. And he does, you know, he talks about the body and the mind and what we talk about all the time is that it's not just about, you know, what you eat and, you know, going out for that run. It's, it's your mental state too. And, you know, he talks about reaching, you know, a higher potential through, you know, reflection and writing and, you know, I guess meditation um, and it's really kind of cool. I think it's an awesome. It's awesome.
0: And, you know, look, we're at a day and age and a time where, where, you know, it's no longer taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no longer like, you know, like, you have to sh- like, do it in private. Right? It's like it could be part of your business plan. And, and you know, there's there's it's going to work for some people. It's not going to mm-hmm. work for other people. There's some people, you know, he'd gladly work with you if you don't want to do yeah. that. And I get into my stuff with him and, and, and uh, you know, and my history with all that. And, and, you know, it's cool. It was just a good meeting of the minds. And he's an intelligent dude who loves podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, has his own podcast as we discussed and uh you know was really uh tapped into something here and uh it was good. It was a good conversation and uh hey, always looking for uh, for something that's gonna make us think. Right. And uh we said, Danny Cola. We certainly did that with Danny Cola here in episode one hundred forty. So uh check it out. Listen up and uh enjoy. Peace.
1: Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, you know where it's at today.
0: <laughs> it's coming out of Chicago. We got a hot mic over here. we got
2: hot,
1: a- <laughs> hot Danny <laughs> I
2: like Cola. Go- I like what's
0: going on already, Danny Cola. Hey,
2: what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, you guys. Uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, having me on your show. Two Fit Crazies and a microphone sounds like, um, sounds like my kind of show, right? Well,
0: Danny Cola sounds, sounds pretty cool, too. Yeah.
2: You know, actually I'm in mean, uh I mean that's my name, right? right? I mean, if I could uh if I if I can, you know, we start getting deep here, my name is Daniele Cola Pietro oh, and no. uh You're you Irish. Know, I've never gone I've <laughs> never gone by that name ever. Um so yeah, Danny Cola is just the name and I'm going through a rebrand uh as far as my podcast. It's still going to be obviously a podcast by me. I'm not doing anything differently with with my podcast except for the name is going to be different and um I mean, I guess I can share it with you guys now. This is the first time I'd be sharing with it publicly. It's going to be called high potential because uh, I talk about accessing your highest potential most of the time when it comes to fitness, movement, and breathing exercises, mobility, and I love smoking weed, so it's <laughs> like accessing our highest potential and you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna get more cameras in and uh, i'm gonna have smoke sessions with my guests hopefully if they want to if they're not interested and whatever but for me it's great i like it it enhances the way i think about it and it's part of my message and uh i just like talking about it and you know and engaging in conversation and having challenging conversations really
0: all right so so let's let's lead it up let's lead off with that because um when did it when did it become, I guess, you know, always that, you know, you're smoking weed, you're hanging out and like, you're hiding it, right? You have to hide it for a while as a kid oh, or whatever. Oh, for a long time. For the longest time. So when did it turn the corner? When did it become like, all right, this is what I am, this is what I'm doing, and this is like, why, this is why it helps me, and this is how I can help other people?
2: That's a great question. So like, I was a high school teacher when I started my podcast. <laughs> um,
1: me too, so all, I was as well. Were what you? did you teach, Danny?
2: I taught PE, health and driver's ed.
1: Oh, you were, you were smart. I was teaching and professing English. Huh.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, well, I, I, that I, that that sounds awesome too. Because now, now as I do more inward work, I I do way more reading, and I try to get deeper on text. And know I, I I wish I was more into that because I'm a shitty writer, and I want to be a better writer. <laughs> you know, so like, I mean. You're smart. Obviously, <laughs> you know, I just took I took a route that was just I, I mean, for me, it was, you know, PE. I'm a, I'm a mover. I'm a, I'm a I'm a natural born teacher. For some reason, it's always been in my DNA. And, you know, throughout the process, um, I just try to figure out what what would be the best way I can serve people and how how can I live life so that I'm living a balanced lifestyle. So I thought the teaching route was going to be good. You know, I was a trainer for Ballet Total Fitness back in 07. That's how I got my first, like, my feet wet into teaching and training. I got certified when I was uh, out of high school. And then uh, I just started working as a, as a trainer, and I did that for about three or four years. Um, then I was coaching high school soccer at the same time, and I was like, fuck, I need to go back to college and get my teaching degree. So I went back to school. Got my teaching degree while I was personal training and all that. Played college football, kicked and punted. Um, you know, I had some fun doing a lot of different things. And then uh, when I graduated, I got my teaching job and I stopped training. And it was, and I'm sure like you, Christine, Christine, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, just like you, you had a interview and do the dog and pony show of getting a job, right? you can say that (laughs) yeah it's like it's the you know it is what it is you just kind of have to bite the bullet and do what they ask if you want these jobs and this was my my mindset you know I wanted to be a soccer coach and I wanted to get in the right school so uh, I bounced around from school to school teaching in a lot of different areas in Chicago and uh, I thought I found my home and I was doing my thing and I was really inspired teaching weight training and, you know, just doing my thing, really connecting with, with kids, like with high school kids. I feel like I connect with them the most because I see myself through that. And uh, I was always looking for really good mentors growing up. So, like, I would just be real with them and I would talk truthfully and I would try to understand them as best as possible. This way I can use the best modalities to proper teach properly teach them, figure out how – they understand best and then go that route. You know, I would I would try my best to, to really make a connection with all the kids and try to inspire them to figure out who they were. Right. So uh, I was teaching for about five years. And then my dream school, they uh, decided to end my contract the year that I started. So I was one year in and it was like one and done. And, you know, they don't give you a reason because they don't have to. And I said, fuck, I'm not going to the dog and pony show again. So I went back to my roots and I I started picking up clients and I started training again. And really, long story short, uh, to answer your question, Brian, when it turned a corner, I just decided that I'm not going to do the teaching BS anymore and I'm going to just build my own brand and I'm going to build my own clients and I'm going to do classes and I'm going to go wherever the wind takes me and I'm going to think about how i will you know how i'm best able to serve and have a good work-life balance same question i asked myself basically when i was you know a young in and uh now i'm on this path of training one-on-one small groups uh i do steel mace workshops steel mace is a you know unconventional fitness tool and uh now i'm writing my own certification and you know i do the podcast and i've been doing the podcast for the last two years so i still I started the podcast when I started that that teaching job at the school that let me go. And, uh, you know, I was always like hesitant on saying things that I was really interested about. And I I love talking about psychedelics and I love talking about cannabis. And now that leads to neuroplasticity and, uh, you know, understanding reality and interpreting information and how the rest of our body interprets information like this is the stuff that I'm fascinated with. And now that I'm just running my own brand, uh, I just don't give a fuck. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn as I go, but I just know that when I speak truth and I feel this way, it's, I have better days. I have better ideas. You know, I have an f- awesome wife and a beautiful family with, you know, I have furry babies. I don't have real kids yet, but like, I am enjoying my time and I, I love what I'm doing and I love having an effect on people. So and I love talking about it, and it puts me in contact with you guys. Like, I would have never even known you guys existed if it wasn't for the stuff that I'm doing and Instagram and and all this stuff. So, like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all this stuff that's happening, and I'm just going to keep rocking and rolling with it and uh, have some fun. I have some big goals.
0: Hey, man, you know, it's it's uh, authenticity. You, you know, there's, there's too much, like, you, you wouldn't be embarrassed if you like went out and had a couple of beers at the bar with your homies, you know? Like, so like, why is this Can't that be a part of what you're doing? Because it's part of what you're doing. Um, yeah. And so, you know, unfortunately,
2: wrote. like in the corporate world, you're like, I guess as a teacher, you could be, that's a, that's a profession where you can probably be the, the most free and like get away with it. Cause you know, I was doing my thing. Like I, I love teaching kettlebells and weight training and, Teaching kids how to move and and good posture and breathing because anxiety and depression and obesity, they're they're really high rates. And kids have, uh, you know, they have hard time with understanding this because, I mean, who knows why? I mean, society today is the way it is. But but anyway, I love teaching. I love teaching these things. So uh, I love doing what I was doing. I, I was getting really good at it. But at the same time, like it limited me in how I could express myself. You know, I couldn't be as authentic as possible. I had to watch what I had to say. Everything needed to be documented. Like, God forbid I talked about cannabis being a, a positive drug in some cases as it's being used medically, even though I would say psychoactive, you know, materials and components aren't good for developing brains. I would say both sides of the coin. I I'd like, I'd try to look at things as purely as possible so we can think for ourselves here. Like, I push that. And in the corporate world, you're not allowed to do that, you know, you will get reprimanded, you will, uh, you know, you'll be forced to do things you don't necessarily want to do. And next thing you know, you're becoming somebody you don't want to become. And like, fuck that. That's how you get sick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's, that's what is going on in you, you see this, you have, you're someone that has, you know, you have that calling is what Brian and I call it. There's certain people that listen to that calling. And there's other people that just say, "You know what? This is what I'm supposed to do. This is, you know, okay, I I go to school, I go to college, I get the job and that's it." And for me, I was in business in Manhattan and then I was teaching for 15 years and And that was what you were supposed to do. Fitness was always a hobby. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of us listening out there that, you know, they believe, they're brainwashed by everyone else that fitness is a hobby. And it's, you know what? It really isn't. We go talk to schools and teachers and, you know, go to conferences around the country. And I tell people, I tell trainers and PE teachers, listen, you have one of the most important jobs out there. Yeah. You're teaching people how to live more quality lives. That's great that I could lecture about iambic pentameter and the Victorian era and Shakespeare and whatever the whatever. But- you know what? I would always be looking out the window going, look at those people moving because guess what? If you're not healthy, nothing matters. Nothing yeah. else matters if you're well, not taking care of yourself. Uh,
2: eventually it will be high enough on a priority, priority list where it is going to be a problem, right? So like if, it's, if health and fitness isn't high on your list right now, eventually it will be. And uh, you know that's just the nature of the beast, right? Like it's like the default. And, and and going back to like listening, listening to like your calling. I think we all have it, right? We all have that calling. We all have intuition. It's about uh, actually getting still enough to listen to it, and uh, that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of work because a lot of people live in fear. And when you know when you're living in fear, then intuition won't be as clear it's you got to alleviate the fear you got to live with you know a feeling of inspiration and gratitude and love and you know then then the the intuition becomes way clearer and it's like okay i know what my calling is let's figure out how to do it and when problems arise you know you can always go back to it it's a funny thing but um i feel healthy as fuck i i (laughs) i love i love living every single day and uh i love interacting and um you know, seeing the, the shit that happens, like, you, I don't plan it all. Like, I have ideas on where I want to take things and how I want to do things and what my goals are and shit. But like, it's funny how the world works, because like, things pop up and different opportunities are here and there and over here. And like, you entertain them and you cannot entertain them. And like it's, it's a fun little game. And when you're aware of like, Like we were saying, Christine, the the, the programming. People are just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to follow the rules, get the job, go to school and get, you know, get the high paying gig and, you know, get a good retirement and a 401k and big house and all this stuff like that's all great and and fun. But like if it isn't exactly, you know, the way you want to live and how you want to be, then you're not going to attract the right people and and the right tasks day to day. And ultimately, that's going to that's going to do you in. Right, so um, I'm not about getting sick and all that i want i wanna try to feel as good as possible, optimal, and uh see what this world has to offer really now, like now that I'm in this unknown, I love it it's fun.
1: <laughs> it's chaos is what I call it you you know it's it's, a, ca- it's definitely chaos,
2: but uh it's you know a journey. everyone's right where they it's everyone everyone's right where they need to be it's teaching them something
1: it's hard to it's hard to I, again, I'm gonna say that you, Brian, and myself have kind of gotten to a point of like all right we know that there's a reason for what's happening right now. We know there's something that we don't know and this is going to teach us something we may not see it now, but uh, you know, this, this journey is here. Like when we started our podcast, we would have never imagined the opportunities and the the shit that we've done together now in the last two and a half years are unbelievable. And it started with a conversation of like, Hey, we should do a podcast. And the, what we've learned, I can't imagine. Like, think about the people that we've had on the podcast, and it's how, amazing. and the the time that they've given us is worth so much money for other yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like, other people pay them thousands of dollars, and they come in and talk to us, and we're like taking tedious yeah, notes. We're, you we're know, just, like, oh, yeah, yeah we're, know? we're like, we're just gonna put your links up. I'm like, right? oh, fair enough. And <laughs> the opportunities that have come from that, and. I think it's funny because we turn to each other and we're like, "The Dick in the podcast was probably the smartest thing we've ever done." Oh, absolutely! I mean, no doubt about yeah. it.
0: I mean, it's the greatest network. Aside thing. from
1: our our spouses, like marrying them, that was kind of smart too because it's been really smart. good for us. You know, yeah. they put up with the insanity over here, but fucking <laughs> crazy. But every day is a journey, and I, I have to say that you know, leaving. I, I'm curious because I know a lot of people talk about you know making that next step to. I was just talking to uh, a good friend yesterday. I was, oh my God, my really good friend. I had to go to New York. Her father passed away and I show up and I haven't seen her in a while and it was like a two hour drive and she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm not going to let you go through the worst day of right. your life right now by yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm, you know, and, and she was, she's a lawyer in corporate and she's like literally one of the smartest people I know my entire life mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm like, Ari, right. she's like, she turns to me and goes, I'm so proud of you for doing what you're doing. And I'm like, I melted. Yeah. And she goes, I think I'm done with corporate. Like, she's like, I really feel like there's more in life right now. And it, that's the stuff that I want to know.
0: That's the deal. Everyone feels that way.
1: And, but, (laughs) but they're so afraid to to, fuck the whole
0: society (laughs) feels that way. What
1: do you, what do you tell people? I'm curious what you think, because you're at this point where you also made jumps like, you know, Brian and I did. Um, you know, we made that next step. What do you tell people about, Hey, you want this? Go for it. What, what is the best advice you have?
2: Oh man, that's uh, there's so much there. You know, first of all, people got to have that that want. I mean, if you have the want and you have the desire, you got nothing else left but to actually put the that shit in action. You know, and I just I just say like, you know, consistency is key and if they're part of my circle or they're working with me in some way, I always say like how can I provide you a value to let this journey be uh, a, a, you know, a good one for you? Let me know what I can do to help you put you in the right path. Like I'm really passionate about mentorship and coaching. Like it's part of my, it's part of my shtick, you know? And uh, like, if I can put them in the right direction, then, then yes, then let me do that and call, call up somebody for them or, or make a recommendation for them. Like, you know, you guys said the smartest thing that you did was have the podcast and it built your network. And like, that is extremely, extremely valuable to have a network and have an audience like that is next level networking, right? When you have an audience, that's huge, man. So like, uh, you know, you you just now you're, you have these opportunities to create as much as possible uh, or whatever it is that you want. And it's amazing. So like, what do I tell people? I tell them that, and then you know I give them tidbits on my life experience if it's something specific that I can kind of like help them with. You know, I have it. Like I said, I have an intern, and uh, he's 19 years old, and he's so driven, and uh, I see it in him. Like he wants, he wants to to accomplish his goals. He wants to do great things. He wants to send a good message. So. I noticed throughout our conversations, like uh, he'll say some things that sound very immature or, you know, lacking experience. And I'll uh, I'll do my best to, uh, you know, try to give him perspective, really enhance his perspective. I love using the podcast as a, a way to learn through other people's experience. So if I could just use my experience to, you know, to anyone who's, you know, seeking it, Then uh, then, yeah, I do that. And also like little tidbits on, uh, you know, mindfulness practices, breathing practices, different types of mobility movements and, um, you know, stuff like that to keep us a little bit more calm and at equilibrium so that we could respond as opposed to react. You know, I think those those things are key.
0: So, uh, mace training, kettlebells. I love it. That's, uh, that's my shit too. Um, do a lot of kettlebell work. Um, and I love working with the mace. How's, uh, what's the curriculum like? What are you, what are you doing? What are your, uh, trainings and things like with that?
2: So I'm really interested. I love flow training and flow training is just, it's so fun because I like, you know, doing different movement with it. Uh, I like seeing how I feel in different movement patterns, uh, extending my arms out, keeping my arms in, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like getting in the zone. It's like meditative for me, you know. Right. Uh, I like I like doing stuff like that most of the time. I don't really like scheduling an hour to work out anymore. Like it's not it's not my my thing to be like, all right, I'm working out from five to six, and I got to do these reps and these sets, and I'm doing chest and back and legs today. Like I I don't structure it like that anymore. I just cause I'm doing something every day. I just make sure that I'm doing enough squats and hip hinges, lunges, three sixties. You know kettlebell swings i'm doing uh you know cleans and a lot of ab work and a lot of ground work i'm lately i've been doing a lot more ground work just because oh it's amazing yeah. you know plus i'm reading uh the align method book right now it's by aaron alexander i don't know if you guys ever had him I've on heard the podcast it. yes or yeah. talk with him yeah I'm just really interested in in learning about being more on the ground and having a, a intimate, an intimate relationship with the ground and learning to sink your body. I think these these things are really important. The more things that I could understand about this, the better I can you know be of value to people other people so um yeah unconventional tools are great I didn't know so like tell, tell me a little bit about besides the fact that you guys have a podcast and, and Christine you taught uh, what kind of training do you guys do? Well,
0: we're both endurance athletes, so we're both runners. Well, uh,
1: I was a volleyball player in college. I'm like a late bloomer on the running scene, but Mm. I hit the ground running. She's run
0: like she's run like 28 marathons and two Ironman. So she's awesome. So that's like
1: extensive shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: She's a savage, and uh, I'm a runner too, and uh, and trader. Actually,
1: we're in. We're uh, – what's the word now? Ultra runners. We are ultra runners <laughs> she just, now. <laughs> she just
0: turned 40, so we ran 40 miles for her birthday. For charity. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah. Ultra just,
2: marathons. Yeah. I love listening to Rogan and, and yeah. hearing, uh, hearing like Zach Bitter. Zach Bitter
0: was and, awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who's, who is – Courtney DeWalter, yep. the other beast who did the – I don't know, the Moab 500.
1: Yeah.
0: No, she's insane. It's awesome.
1: Well, wait till, wait till you hear uh, – uh, Yeah. All right. I will drop it. I will drop, drop the name. it. Go ahead. I'm going to drop it. Um, next – is it um next month in a couple weeks um
0: valentine's day february 14th i think we're it taping is? it yeah
1: february 14th i think um you'll have to hear we normally don't ever announce this early <laughs> but you gotta hear um what do we have? we have uh chad wright coming on do you know him
2: chad wright i do not he's I'm like not a former former
1: seal he was just on rich roll last week um Oh my god! Like another crazy endurance. Next athlete. level endurance yeah. athlete. Like you're just he's like just, what? He's crazy former Navy SEAL. Amazing. He's, but
0: but like not like the Goggins like yelling at you to do stuff. You know he's just like man, it just feels good oh. and you know he's he's got this. He's, he's in the spirit world for sure. Um, yeah.
2: Anytime you can <laughs> pick the brain of a Navy SEAL, I mean that's next <laughs> right. level. You're thinking.
1: like oh okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, but but training uh, kettlebells and I train a lot of runners with kettlebells. So you know runners just primarily run. They do a lot of uh, just just. They go out and they run and then they get hurt and then they rehab and then they go back and run and then they get hurt they don't strength train so uh, i work with a lot of high schoolers i work with a lot lot. no no no. i do run a lot but uh, and i run a lot a lot and um you know but then i work with with using bells and things like maces occasionally um to help runners strengthen themselves in movement just like you said you know it's about movement it's not about isolation of muscles or anything like that it's about getting the whole body moving getting stronger
1: and i'm the plyometrics queen
0: Yes. And plyometrics
1: doesn't have to mean jumping. It's just every movement, full body movement. Again, I've been a yogi for like 20 years, but um, I run a lot of races, but I don't run a lot. And I get in a lot of fights with runners because you don't – I personally feel like you don't have to run a lot because a lot of people get injured and you could Mm. train cardiovascularly cardiovascularly it, in other ways and Definitely. also be just as successful if not more successful so i'm like a i'm like a science experiment is what i feel that's like.
2: awesome no it's great I, 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 I think it's awesome there's not there's no one way to do it you know so i think it's amazing i think I, that perspective is extremely valuable i was talking about that with somebody today she, she's trying to get uh, a trainer one of my clients is trying to get a trainer for her husband because all he does is run and uh, he's like, he's so skinny. He needs to weight train. Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, she was telling me how we got to, you know, we got to get him, got yeah, to find him somebody. So yeah, yeah. No, it's, listen, uh, it's interesting,
0: Danny. It's you. Do exactly what you do with yeah. other people, but with, but with the kettlebell and and just have him do it once or twice a week. You know yeah like,
2: this dude wants to come in Saturday at four pm. I'm not training <laughs> 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 okay yeah she, she asked me she asked me to train and she and I'm just like I can't i'm I won't do Saturday at four pm like, right. I'm done at eleven am on Fridays. uh I'll do a little bit in the morning on Saturdays. And that's it, like I don't work on Sunday. I'm not going to do a four o'clock on Saturday. That's the beauty of this this job. It's like it is you know, after working eight to five, eight to six every single day, waking up at five o'clock every single day, going to a place and you know fucking knowing that like people are breathing down my neck, and there's just like it's just high stress you can't you can't be as creative there. And now that I I have this freedom, it's like, let me just structure this the way I want to do this. I I came up with this thing called weekend Wednesday. (laughs) So I work hard Monday, Tuesday, like pretty full days. And then on Wednesday, I don't schedule shit. So it's like, it feels like a Saturday. So I can just kind of let all the thoughts and ideas rise to the top and I get to give myself a breather and then go back in, you know, Tuesday, all day, or Thursday, all day hard, Friday, half day, Saturday, half day, and it's a nice little balance. I like it.
0: I, you know what, I was doing the same thing and Wednesdays and and then somebody said, hey, you know, can you can you train me just as well? I'm like, all right, it's an hour, like I'll just put that hour in, you know, because yeah. it's money. And uh, yeah, yeah. and and then I'm like, you know, then somebody else, I'm at, I'm already at the gym, so somebody else said, hey, you know, can you do me? Can you can you fit me in after? Dude, that's yeah. the nature of the beast. <laughs> you get sucked in, but you know what? At the same rate, it's it beats working, right? You know, it's like uh, it's it, funny.
1: I have a I take my Wednesday nights off. Yeah. Like I I'm, I work like five a.m. Sometimes. about Wednesday. It's just whatever. But I mean, for the right price, I'll train them for Saturday well, the at four p.m. If it's your you know. Prices. But uh, but yeah, it's that mental. The thing is, is if you really enjoy what you're doing. Again, when I left, you know, teaching, and it, it, I'm not going to say it wasn't high stress, but it's different. It's a different stress because what you're doing. Will actually benefit me. And I knew that, you know, when I was teaching, I could work really hard, I could do almost nothing, and it wouldn't affect my pay, it wouldn't affect anything. And that, I think, is unfair to the kids. And, you know, for someone like you, Brian, myself, that if you feel there's a calling, there's something like I knew that I could make a bigger impact on the world not in that classroom. Not that I didn't love teaching and I love the kids and I know that, you know, you're making a difference and the, you know, those kids that do say, you know, you changed my life. But when you feel that there's something bigger and greater pulling you, I just think you have to listen to it. And totally. And that's the thing that, you know, even with the podcast is, you know, listeners could be from all over the world getting the message and, the fact that, you know, you're a runner, you're throwing kettlebells or whatever message you're trying to promote, there's someone out there that that's going to resonate with. And instead of just that one little classroom, it might be a country.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Like that's that's amazing to me. I love I love thinking about the ripple effect because like someone just throws a podcast on, they hear a little snippet, it changes their psyche, you know? And that's that's amazing. Like audio form of information is how I take in a lot of my information. I'll read or I'll do like five audio books every two months and I'll do a podcast every single day just because I love listening to them. And, um, you know, I want to be the best podcaster I can be and articulate information as clear as possible. I think sometimes I can come off as extremely clunky and you know sometimes I will get a little too high and I'll get a little paranoid <laughs> and uh, changes the that, scene. That won't that doesn't do me any good, but uh, but nonetheless I like putting myself in situations like that because it's not life or death and it's it's fun at the end of the day, you know. But what about you guys? Who who inspires you as podcasters? Who do you guys, who do you guys like listening to? I
0: I love Rogan. Uh, everybody yes. everybody oh, yeah. listens to Rogan. I mean, that's right. like the thing and I do love Rich Roll um because he's you know he's endurance he's plant-based like i am he's also a sober dude like i am i'll get into that with you for a second in a second yeah let's um, do that and what's uh, his name rich what rich roll, rich roll. Uh, yeah r-o-l-l um he's fantastic but i also like other shit like i love malcolm gladwell uh his um uh what is it um revisionist history podcast is amazing i kind of go oh. into i just like pretty much there and then and then there's I'll my pick.
1: guilty pleasure of like oprah's Sulsational conversations <laughs> with all these but they're all like famous people that are really interesting like oh that's stories. it's not just her it's just the yeah i know that's a guilty pleasure if i'm like on a bike training for hours i'm like sensational <gasps> conversations what about you what who about
2: are? you christine who do you like
1: I – like I said, I, I like – I actually bounce around to all different – there's not just one thing. I do listen to Rich Roll. I do listen to Joe Rogan. Um, I do have some guilty pl- – oh, my God. I will throw myself under the bus. Are you ready?
0: The murder mystery crime scene things? No.
1: Do you know or- that I – you know what's really sad? I what? listened to this podcast I found. It's so embarrassing. Are you ready? It's called Throwing Shade. Yeah. It's like one guy is like extremely, let's say, homosexual, and the other okay. one is a is very like – She's married to a guy, but she's, like, very, like, feminist or whatever. They are so fucking funny. It's unreal. Like, they're – it's just, like, a – I need to think about nothing, and they just talk about – you know, they go to the grocery store. They have, like, grocery games. It's – it's – it's I'm, amazing. I'm how, really, how, I'm really ashamed
2: of myself. It's but it's changed. so funny. It's like how, so don't funny. be ashamed of yourself. You so can listen to whatever the hell. Funny. you No,
0: are. exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And, and it, like it used to be, you were stuck to network and you know must see TV and whatever the hell they were going to show Danny, you. But
1: wait till you get on and, and listen to Throwing Shade, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is what she's talking about. <laughs> You know, now it's like you got all these options. It's
0: anything. It's anything. I'm such I'm such an advocate for everybody having their own podcast. I mean I the office I share with my friend who's a social worker, I'm like, where's your podcast? You need one. It's I talked to Christine's husband who's a mortgage broker. Where's your podcast? Like talk about it. Like just come in and, and, and live it. And you're uh, like a
1: podcast prostitute. Brian. No, like no, you're I'm throwing like, it out no, there I'm, at everybody. I'm a
0: conduit to uh, you know. <laughs> but we teach we teach the podcasting 101 at the SCW Fitness conventions now. So we bring That's the fitness awesome. pros in and they teach sit there and them, we yeah. teach them how to do it and. Tell them it doesn't cost much money because everyone's intimidated by that and you don't have to be perfect. And we talk about that and just be consistent like training. We talk about that, like all these things, you know, it's not once you get it set up, there's really not much more to do. You just kind of have to talk. Um,
2: Yeah, I really admire your love for podcasting because like I can definitely uh, relate with you guys. Like I love it so much and I don't really talk about it with a ton of people because it's like you love talking into a microphone. (laughs) It's like. Yeah, I do. I fucking I'm so inspired. I'm so inspired by Rogan and I and I really appreciate you guys like sharing that. That's a so it's amazing. I think it's it's so easy, it's fun and it's a great way to get a message out and speak your truth. It helps. I'm sure it's helped you guys grow and develop like fucking Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> and that like that that within itself is worth it. It doesn't matter about views or listens. Like that shit will come especially if your stuff is good, but um yeah, I'm with you. I think everyone should definitely start a podcast of some sort, some sort of uh, way to talk a, talk a message or speak a message out there, you know, yeah.
1: or what's, what's lost in the world right now. And, you know, we talk about fitness, but also mental health is fitness. People don't sit down anymore and have real conversations and mindfulness is really being in the moment. When do people sit down anymore and just have that really, deep conversation and we had for an, a, for an hour well we had a friend on when robin came on we we talked about this crazy thing we did um over the holidays and she came on and she'd never done a podcast before she put her you know headphones on and she was like wow this is so cool like this sounds <laughs> so awesome i want to talk into yeah, this all the time <laughs> because everything else in the world just stops and you're in the moment and we're just so distracted that even that in and of itself listening to podcasts i think is almost therapeutic you see all sure. these podcasts about you know let's let's do affirmations and let's breathe and actually you know we should do that in the, in the side <laughs> we side should definitely welcome do that. everybody to yeah. our podcast mindfulness. <laughs> Christine's got the voice. <laughs> get sounds it. like I've been smoking Newports my whole life, but um, it's but that's really what it's about. And you know you could really have a podcast about anything, but just get someone to delve into it.
2: Sure. I, when I started my show, I didn't even like have a topic. I just wanted to start a podcast. I remember this so specifically. I was in a whitewater raft in Bali, and there was this Dutch kid sitting next to me, and his girlfriend was in the back with my wife at the time. And um, we were talking, and I was like, hey, when I go back, and I don't know why I told him this, but like, hey, when I get back to the States, dude, I'm going to start my podcast. I can't wait to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah? I'm like, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited. He's like, What's it going to be about? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to have conversations with my friends and see where it goes. Because essentially, like, even though Rogan's podcast is a comedy podcast, yeah. like he talks it's about
0: everything. Anything. That's why and, I like it. Depends yeah, on what I'm in the mood for, you know?
1: It's fuck a comedy?
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was supposed when to be I...
1: comedy. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. I, I mean, like, there's, like, right. some yeah. days
0: I need, you know, I need wacky psychedelic talk, and some days I need, you know, uh, sh- MMA talk, and some days I need sure. Joey Diaz, you know? It's yes, like, it's yes, like yes, I just yes, need yes. Joe Pop, Uncle Joey Jamie. sometimes. Jamie. <laughs> Young Jamie. <laughs>
2: yeah, for sure. No, I'm with, I'm with you, and uh, I love that. And you can you just get introduced to so many different people. So, like because i was i was so inspired by rogans show and I, when i realized that you can actually sit down and talk with somebody and then like that can be something entertaining i remember watching him and mark Sisson. he's another endurance yeah. guy you guys, yep. i don't know if you guys are fans of him but i remember the first one i watched of rogan and mark Sisson, and i'm thinking to myself i'm like i'm like what the fuck are they doing this for i'm like <laughs> why I'm like are they just sitting out sitting next to each other talking like this for just because And I I didn't I remember like not understanding the concept fully. And I was just like, I guess that's it. Interesting. And then, uh, you know, I was listening to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Colin Cowherd, the herd on Fox Sports, you know, and he did he did a really good job of not just talking about sports, but making things relatable and using different types of uh, thought patterns and words to express Situations that were happening on the, on, the, on the field or whatever the fucking sports was at the time and now I'm just like I don't care about sports at all but uh, the actual producing of the content and actually deep thinking about situations is what I'm really attracted to. And uh, Rogan does a good job of asking good questions. He doesn't give a fuck. And uh, like he, <laughs> he's, he's so very smart, expansive. you know, it's Yeah, like, he's really smart. He's he, really smart. But it's because he surrounds himself with so many smart people. So I'm in that I'm in that business. I love surrounding myself with smart, motivated people. And I mean, that's how that's that's one of the beauties of this thing, you know, and we can definitely disagree and still coexist and everything is going to be fine. Uh, no doubt. No doubt about it. Yeah.
1: So let's talk real fast. I we got to get into this. I'm sorry. So No, go for it. High potential. I'm bringing us yes. back. First of all, I love the fact um Brian and I are just we like to sit down and have conversations, and a lot of people ask that come on our show. You know, do you have a list of questions? Do you have exactly what you're going to be doing? And and I get all these emails, and I always write back. And I'm I like, don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. And Brian will be like, Christine, who's on the podcast today? And I'm like, um, hold up, guy named Joey
0: Cola. Hold up, no, <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny Cole. I'm sorry.
1: Um, Joey's
0: my
2: dad. Oh my all right, God. good.
1: But I'm like. I'm like, it's, you know, it's this person and, you know, like sometimes I'll I'll have more information than others and this and that. But you know what? That's what makes it so good because you get to know each other and so does everybody else. And I think there's not, there's
2: not like that initial judgment of like, uh, who are these people? Do they know about me? Like, there's none of that, you know? It's amazing.
1: I love it. And that's kind of what we've we pride ourselves on that that we can you know say hey we're both we're all gonna you know get to know each other and promote whatever the hell you're promoting let's do yeah. it let's talk about it let's get it out there and sure. and i love it because it makes a lot of people very anxious that are like wait but w- you don't have set questions that i can write before and this and i'm like no because you you know yourself right <laughs> you're, you're like, you man you're let's talk about you it should be easy um i, I just think that's yeah, exactly. so great. I've refused exactly.
2: No, for sure. I mean, I had trouble with that. Like, I didn't know how to base my podcast around a certain like genre because I didn't know what I wanted to have the podcast about. Now I'm, you know, two and a half years in, every conversation is bit is, has been about you know morning routine and mindset and fitness and business and culture and the psyche and psychedelics and you know optimization, balance, energy, information, interpretation, like all this shit. So I'm just like, listen, high potential. I actually had an idea with a friend of mine about doing something called high performance. And I'm like, I, feel, I still think that's a good idea. And, uh, you know, I love that. But now like I've always had my show and I'm trying to figure out a good motif to like put around this. So I'm just like, let's go with high potential. And I, I like working with myself by my, by myself. Like I don't have to have a meeting with anybody. It's me, my intern. It's put the camera on. Let's fucking talk or the guests or whatever. So it usually just goes around that and I, I like it. And I, now I'm in momentum. It's fun, but I got to get the artwork going and making sure videos get edited and all that jazz. Yeah. Get get, make sure the brand looks how I want it to look and, you know, go from there. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to roll with. And I'm I'm pretty excited about it. It'd be cool. I think it's going to be a better way to get people to listen to it because the Danny Cole podcast is cool, but it's just me like, I'm not fucking Rogan. (laughs) I'm not Not, not Aubrey Martin. Not not yet. That's
1: the word you have to say. Not yet. Not yet.
2: And, and you know, like nobody, nobody's going to want, like, I don't have like a genre, you know, like eventually as I become a little bit more known, people are going to know me for unconventional fitness and spirituality and and all that shit and cannabis probably now. But, uh, but like, yeah, like they don't know me. So how can they tune into a podcast that they might be interested in listening to. Well, if it's called high potential and people are interested in having a growth mindset and all that, it might be a little bit more of a funnel. So, I I mean, we've, we've,
0: we've kind of like based ours around more health than fitness. Right. So like we've had,
1: we, we started we, with like topics because we you had to kind of like what who are we? You know we, we did like WTF like what the food, <laughs> WTF yeah. like what the fitness. But then it evolved right because we had yeah, like we had
0: like Christine's neighbors like this amazing surf artist oh that, that lives here and and you know we just had him in here. Live and it's,
1: paints with bands all over the world. He's amazing. Oh he
0: stands on stage and he paints the show as it's going on and he you know it's amazing. And I had my friend who's a you know is an expert sculptor. He's like the official sculptor of the basketball hall of fame. He's amazing. He's and, and it's about health, it's about it's about peace, it's about, you know, higher potential, it's about all these things yeah. that they saw in themselves that you know that they're not living, you know, regular lives. We had um you know, and we had uh, we had Jesse Itzler on the show and he was talking about building your life's resume. You know, it's not just about um you know, sitting in a cubicle it's not just about doing this. so it's about health, you know. So you know, yeah. if you make it more about that than fitness, um, you know, cause fitness is limited in, in, everything. I mean, you can work out and I always say you can work out and eat kale till you're green in the face. You could do yoga all day long, but if yeah, your you job know, dude, sucks, under... your relationship sucks, it's all sucks. You know, it's not healthy.
2: Sure. No, I would say like all those things are like under the umbrella, you know, and to, to put it all in a box, it's hard because there's so many different directions that you can go to with these topics. And, uh, and yeah, like, I, I don't know, like I, I, don't, I still don't like putting it into a box. But yeah, fitness, health, well, I call it wellness. Like, I don't, I had a hard time defining like what the fuck I call myself. Like, am I a personal trainer? Am I a movement specialist? Am I a fucking teacher? Like, right. what? Am I a podcaster? You know, like I, I feel like labels sometimes they limit you and they restrict you. Yeah. So you know, like you said it yourself, like it morphs over time, and you just kind of go with the flow on what you feel really like passionate about. And you can tell that you guys are passionate individuals, and you guys have energy and. And you guys have drive like that is evident through this computer that I'm <laughs> staring at. You know? like, I can I can like as an empath, as someone who does this inward work, I can feel that shit. I don't know. How you call it. I don't know. I don't know how you measure it. But this is what this is the work that I've been doing, you know, so I feel that high energy and having good conversation in this free manner, like lets other things manifest great ideas, bigger thoughts, attracting different opportunities. So like. That makes me wonder about the universe more, and that's that's what I base my show around. If there is a subject to base it around, it always comes back to wondering about the mysteries of the universe and life and uh, and manifestation. Like, sure. is this shit? Is that shit real? Like, you know, if everything is indeed energy, and we have this machine that interprets energy. How clear can we interpret this stuff so that we can act to our purest potential, you know, or our highest potential indeed. So like that's, that's, these are always the questions that I have and then through psychedelics, through movement, through meditation, through breathing, um, you know, through reading and writing or journaling. And that's, that's been so fucking huge different supplementation, like, you know, lion's mane mushroom and CBD, like I'm learning to enhance, my nervous system, essentially, so that uh, I could interpret and ta- interpret this information as pure as possible, and and maybe even tune into higher frequencies that become more available the more work that we do. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely.
2: I have a to question. To me, it does.
1: So I have a question, yes. and I and I yes. want you to to tell our listeners this because there's a lot. I mean, again, I love when people ask me what I do because I'm like, how much time do you have? You know, <laughs> it's there's a lot more to life than just what you do as a job there's more or your identity your identity how you label yourself is not your job it's who you are who you see yourself as relationships connections energy with each other values exactly and and you create your own life as you see fit not everyone you know again brian myself you the same thing we it's almost like it's almost like you're on a your your frequency is at a different level than a lot of people and it took It's not, me a it's not long almost time.
2: like it is it is it is it fucking is you, you either, elevate your vibration for sure,
1: you either see the world a certain way or you don't, and I'm going to say that I'm probably the last one that came to the to the table over here because I <laughs> was very much you know holding on to nope, I have to do this, and this is and I need to make everybody happy and nope, nope, I don't because the one person that's not happy is you if you always give in to everybody else, but I want you to address our listeners because there's I know that there's like myself, the, the non-believers who's like, no, you know what? It's wrong to do what you're doing and, you know, you're not supposed to do that. And fitness is about not putting anything in and you're you're altering your state of mind and that. So explain to people exactly how you feel that this is beneficial for those non-believers.
2: Uh, I mean it's all about perspective, right? Like everything is just an interpretation, We were told – like, think about all the things that we were told,
0: right? The the playbook. That
2: is – I'm sorry?
0: The playbook, like that playbook that, you know, the the way to live. Go to
2: school, think this way, do these things, right? All that. Like, it's stuff that we've been told. Essentially, it comes down to our programming, right? It comes down to trauma, right? All those things are factored into the way that we think, make decisions, Right. And then we get on this loop because we're addicted to the feelings. then we start to identify with some of those things that we feel are us. Right. The job, the money, the promotion, the validation, the nice cars, like all this stuff. It becomes our identity. Right. So over time, like we become subconsciously programmed. And then lo and behold, you're in this this world that you've manifested based on all this information that you've perceived right when i talk about doing meditation and uh you know doing mace work and mobility stuff like the reason why i like using the mace is because it's like it's off it's offset and that's strengthening my stabilizing muscles around my spine which is essentially the life force right it's where energy kind of comes through us right and um the more balanced i am physically the better information kind of comes through the more balanced I am mentally. Right. If I'm more in a parasympathetic state of being, I'm more calm. I'm more connected with other wavelengths and frequencies. Like I, I feel higher levels of connection. If I'm in a stressed out state, those messages being sent through me through everything through energy is going to become distorted. Right. And sometimes we're in that elevated, stressed out state more than we want to be. Right. Right. And it becomes it becomes something that we become addicted to. And again, it becomes part of our personality. And then our reality is more of like, oh, I need to keep going. I need to keep doing this. And I don't know how to shut off because you've been programmed to keep the car on. And what are you doing? You're using all your resources. You're using all that energy that could be good ideas to keep going, 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 because this is what your system is doing. But to recognize this shit, to unprogram, and then to reprogram new information and to keep doing that that's how we grow that's how we grow levels that's how we we raise our frequency and vibration so to speak am i making sense so far absolutely yeah so like this is what i would tell those people it's like okay if you're a non-believer in all this growth and developmental stuff and and understanding about energy and information that's fine just go about life living the way you want to live and how we talked about earlier Sickness and health and, and sickness and pain is going to be part of your protocol eventually and highest on the list, if you don't take care of the shit now, right? If we keep sweeping stuff under the rug, it will manifest in some sort of pain, in some sort of uh, physical breakdown, in a mental breakdown, in headaches, in a shoulder pain. It's going to manifest some way somehow. So if we're not authentic, if we're not honest, if we're not recalibrating then we're going to dig ourselves into deep shit eventually until we become aware of this and do the inward work and all your bullshit will arise eventually. Like every day. It's a a constant struggle for me. Like you kidding? Like, and, and thankfully I I, I say this all the time in all my podcasts, I have to say how much like, how amazing my childhood growing up was. Like I had really two loving parents that, that did the tough love thing and said, Danny, go fucking do your thing, figure it out, you know, enough love to build self-esteem and acceptance and, and skills to, to go ahead and, and try and fail and try and fail and not give a shit. And to re- essentially program myself and go through the ebbs and flows, you know, th- I'm thankful and grateful for that every single fucking day. I can't tell you that. Uh, I can't tell you that enough. So uh, I haven't had a ton of like real crazy trauma, just like micro traumas that everybody goes through, like being rejected, not making a team or not getting the job or being judged and whatever it is, you know, uh, but I've always tried to create as, like, you know, truthfully as possible. Hence, you know, my podcast and, you know, when I was younger, I was in a, I was in a rock band and I was making songs. I always tried to do this stuff because I had the right environment. There are people out there that have gone through a shit ton of trauma. You know, subconsciously and consciously. And uh, that's hard to unpack. And I get that. That's why I love doing what I'm doing. I maybe that's why I feel called to do what I do, because I'm obligated to send this fucking message because, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough to have a really good upbringing and, uh, you know, learn from my my traumas and and you know triumphs and and all this stuff and uh just be you know be fortunate in that aspect. So there's a lot of trauma out there and people are looking to heal, people are looking to create and connect to the you know the truest version of themselves within. So like if you if you want to do that and not be sick, then like open up, change your mind a little bit here. It may it may be a little hard but like something that we got to do and something that we got to face. So I hope I'm making sense. I'm ranting. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's good. And you touched on, you know, a few things. Your parents allowed you growth, man. They allowed you to, to, you know, an environment of, of growth that, that, uh, you know, that's what you're looking for in your clients now. And that's what you're looking to help people within themselves. And the other thing that you touched on was the awareness and, and recognizing, you know, so many people are in it and they live in it and they live in that trauma or they live in that, just not so right environment, and they don't know that it's anything else out there. It's like the Truman Show, right? And yeah. it's like you know they they don't really understand that that they don't have to be like that. And then when they right. get a little bit of it, like when they do kind of wake up and uh, you know, and they have some sort of epiphany or enlightenment or some sort that they that they can you know feel it, and they yeah. say, well, I want more of that. And then that's where you want to live in. That's And that's available always. It's just always, always there. Sometimes you get pulled out of it. You know, it's like Christine always busts about keto. But it's like sometimes you can be in it and sometimes you can be out of it. You know, and yeah. like sometimes you got to get back in it. And and just that awareness of, of everybody, um, you know, and if we can kind of just let people know that that's available and that you can yeah. feel it and then look for it. And then, you know, you, you, you then you go to your job and you're like, this really sucks. And then yeah. you're like, you don't have to wait. I don't have to do this, really. And, you know, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. And, you know, that those are the things that, man, that's just a more open minded world. That's just a more like and like I said, just a, a place that's more growth. Yeah, no growth. And
2: that's hard to do. I've, I've realized that a lot of people don't want to change. They're they comfortable in that way. Like, you know, it's and that's fine. You know, and, scared. and scared scary. It's really scary. and scared. Comfortable and scared. Oh, for sure. There, there's no doubt about that. You know, you can definitely sense uh, higher levels of fear in those individuals. There's no question. Um, but you know what? It's not wrong. And people can live the way they want to live. And like Mazel Tov, it's great. I'm, right. I'm, 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 ha- I'm happy for him. And if they're looking for change... If they're looking for something new and, and and wanting or desiring more or have more questions that they need to fulfill with their with their existence on this planet, this crazy existence that we can't necessarily explain, uh, you know, then they, they can find resources like the ones that I provide to you know connect to you know connect to their highest inward version of themselves not or their their highest potential of them of themselves that that kind of just comes through them you know and and it it is it is about raising your awareness and and i think that comes back again to programming and identifying what our traumas were and realizing why we are asking why we behave the way we behave and, and and think about that deeply like you know it's it's such a it's such a complex issue and it's hard to talk about But I really think as a practitioner, the best way to go about things is just asking questions. And hence, like you guys are doing that. You're doing that on a podcast and you're making it available to people. And that's it. We just ask questions. We think deeper about things and um, communicate as effective as possible. You know, I think that's another thing, right? There's a lot of ego in fitness. Mm -hmm. And um, people talk to each other in ways that uh, it's just... It's not going to be an appropriate outcome at the end of the day. Like if, if I come in and I start talking shit about the way that you teach how to, you teach runners form and it doesn't work with the way that I was taught how to teach runners how to run. And I come at you and I'm like, "Whoa, what the fuck are you doing? You shouldn't be doing like, you know, then you're not going to respond well to that. You know, that's just not the way to talk to people. And, you know, we get we judge a lot and, and, and we do this naturally. We have to recognize when we're judging because that's energy out there. You know, that's utilizing beautiful energy that you could be using towards something a little bit more positive. But no, we want to judge because of some insecurity within us. Like this is the type of shit I'm talking about. We have to recognize <laughs> our our, fa- our faults in ourselves and, 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 uh, and change them little by little, day after day. It's not an easy process, uh, but all we have is this, I mean, what, what seems like linear time. So we have to make the best
1: of it. That's something that I think goes far beyond the fit pro and your fitness clients because in business and teaching and whatever, you're still going to have that way you speak to people and the energy that you put out there. Are you are you choosing to get up in the morning and say, I'm really excited about today. Today's an adventure. I'm going to, instead of saying, oh, I have to go to work, it's saying, I get to go to work today and sure, I get to sure. do this. And I." it's flipping that perspective on the way you look yeah. at things, especially you know, fitness, the only thing that I really see different about that is because in other, you know, you can be overweight and, you know, have a certain body type and be in business and be a teacher. Whereas as a fitness professional, it's, I mean, let's be honest, you're, we are held to certain standards as a trainer. It's not just, you know, about what we know, but it's also about what we look like. Um, I've seen, I've seen
2: pretty out of shape trainers. Like, really I wouldn't
1: tire like, one. That's for sure. I,
2: yeah, I yeah, I th- we wouldn't, but I've I've also seen like really out of shaped trainers have really successful businesses. Like I'm simply amazed at still some of the ignorance about mobility and movement and exercise and spine health and posture and breathing. Like nobody talks about this shit. And I've definitely seen but you you're right. We are like held to a higher level uh, of uh, perspective of other people we should be in in shape and And I think that's
1: insecurity I mean that's you know you're insecure like oh do I look good enough do I you know I've seen that work
0: we've got a guy locally here who's a kettlebell master I mean this guy is kettlebell sport Through and through, and he is. I mean, you look at him, and you wouldn't pick him out of a lineup as the guy who's the strongest freaking dude. But he's just built like a monster, and his endurance goes forever. He's just, you know, he likes pizza too, and uh, you know. But he and he is. I mean, I've worked with him. He's a freaking genius, and and it's so great. He's just kind of like it works for what I do, and you know, he's not going to be on the cover of Men's Health magazine anytime soon, but. He could teach you what to do with those bells and he can teach sure. you, you know, everything that there is. And he knows every workout that, you know, needs to be done prior to a comp or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it's it's the client's insecurity, you know, like that's my guy. All right. I, you know, like I'm not OK with that. So it's it's kind right. of both ways. Um, you know, I, I, maybe
2: maybe you know, some people like that, that, you know, the, the trainer isn't as like macho or as fit as, you know, as fit as uh they think or should be a trainer is because it could be intimidating. Right. You know? So if one trainer was a little bit more, let's say, you know, hefty or whatever, which, you know, whatever it is, what it is, that client might be like, oh, he might not be as macho, but then you sacrifice you might you might sacrifice knowledge. You might not. It depends on what kind of state that person is in and their mind. I mean you would quickly learn this stuff. Sure. I mean, here's the thing, man. Like like I said, the levels of ignorance when it comes to people's understanding of moving and eating because there's so much information that's contradictory out there and we're you know our energy is pulled in so many other directions that for some reason fitness and nutrition and movement goes by the wayside and let's be honest like they're not teaching us in school like PE is a joke all over the country it's a joke like why do we have to like play soccer still and know the rules of soccer and gym. Everybody should be doing some sort of mobility, durability, spine, posture, health, teaching them the importance of this on the brain, eating the importance of rest and recovery, like how all these are all the same sides of a coin that need to be utilized together. But no, we get kids that have awful posture that are sucked in their phone, people like that too. There's none of this information going out there. So, you know, clients, Potential clients people that have that are looking for help're they 're naive they 're looking for information, and anybody telling them anything in the fitness field like they're, they're, you know they 're going to listen and it 's just up to them to decide whether they they think that person 's a good fit or not and i don 't know what the parameters are for that you know what i 'm saying like it 's a weird thing to think about. You know, and, 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 and as
0: trainers, we got to look at everybody that walks through the doors as an individual. You know, it's like my program this, my program that. It's like, no, man, we got different people coming in and we got to treat them differently and, and sure. they need different things. I think sure. that's lost in this, in this industry as well. You know, some people are, so people, so many people are just, just set on selling that what they do instead of, you know, what people need. Um, I've seen it time and time again. That's, a, that's something that bothers me a lot.
2: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, I love, the, I, mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love teaching form and, and different modu- uh, movement modalities, but I really like connecting with people. I love connecting with people. And you realize how similar we all are at the end of the day, how we all have very similar insecurities and we tell ourselves this story. And, you know, uh, I love talking about like experience from childhood and your relationship with your parents because I get so much information about that. Like when people start
0: Christine, you want to have a conversation about the parents?
2: Oh my god. You
0: want to talk about our mothers? Oh my god. <laughs> we, we can do it. You guys want to no, go there? No. No, oh no I'm just kidding. That's always something we can, that Christine we and we can talk go about. there.
2: Listen, I I don't get me wrong, I love my I love my mom and dad, but some of the craziest things so think about this, for example. I hear do you guys know who Paul Check is? Yes. Paul Check is a wizard, right? Obviously. Right. And uh he talks about like The issues that you have with your parents are strikingly the same things that are wrong with you that people see with you. So the stuff that drives you crazy about your parents.
0: Yeah. Drives everyone else. Like I said, are the
2: things that people are seeing about you, right? Yeah. And I think that's like so crazy to me because it's like if on one end we're we're gonna like, you know, be mad at our mom or dad for doing X, Y, and Z. And like, we do that naturally and people see it, but we justify it because our ego and our our own reasoning, like that's really like raising levels of awareness. Like a lot of people don't necessarily think about these things. And I love just bringing this stuff to the surface. Cause even when people say something out loud about their upbringing, that rings a bell with something that or it triggers, you know, an idea of, oh, shit, maybe, maybe this is the reason why my relationship with who, this person isn't so strong. Hmm, subconsciously, that's going to set in. And you're going to create new behavioral patterns because of what you truly feel about that person in that situation. I mean, you could totally ignore it. But if you're raising your levels of awareness, you constantly feel these things. I think that's the beauty about uh, having like really pure intuition is that, this stuff just naturally kind of comes through and it's very interesting. And I think we all have levels of this and we all could achieve it. And I like the work that I've been doing. I really am I'm falling in love with this, this process. And uh, it's just, like I said, it's fun to talk about and engage with guys like you. It's great. We're, we're
1: fitness psychiatrists is what I call it. Yeah, sometimes. we really are. Because it's You know, <laughs> well, why, why how, do you feel the way you feel? Why is this person saying this to you? It's health or, coaching. It's, it's the whole person and you know, yeah. you want to get fit. Well, why, why, why? And, you know, get back to that original why of, Oh, okay. You know, Brian says, all right, well, I know you want to lose weight, but why, why, why? All right. Well, oh, you hate your job and you're, you know, you want to lose the five pounds cause your husband, you know, looked at you a different way when you were thinner and maybe you're wanting to get back to that, whatever that may be. And seeing that and being aware of it, even when, you know, you're thinking about yourself, your self-talk and your, you know, anything you're saying to yourself or trying to you know, convince yourself one thing or the other. I think it's important, you know, especially when people say things to you, this happens to me a bunch, that, you know, sometimes people say things to you and you have to kinda understand where are they coming from? Is this truth or is this because they're hurt? And sure. I I think I said it to someone the other day, you know, they were like, Oh my gosh, this is so awful and I was like, hurt people, hurt people. Brian says that too. And it's very important because guess what? Hurt people, hurt people could also be for yourself too. Sure. And sure there's a lot lot going on lot going on mentally at this point in addition to physically it's a f-
0: crazy world it's a crazy world but you know what you're living in a good time for the stuff that you're doing with the weed how's that uh, you know let's get back into that real quick I told sure. you I touched on it briefly I'm, I'm, I've sobered up I, I was the dude who had to get away from some of the stuff in order to reach his highest potential right it was bringing sure. me down and I, I was what uh, what
2: what I, some what were some of the stuff that you were alcohol you were mostly
0: do? alcohol but I was a, I'm a, I was a daily weed smoker for for 20 years. And when
2: you say alcohol, what like would you say like five a week, five drinks a week plus all 10? of them,
0: <laughs> all of the drinks a week? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it was crazy. I mean I just parlayed. Uh, how I, old are you now? I'm and how long ago I'm was this? Forty four. I've been sober for thirteen years. Okay. 12, 12 years. 12 and a half Congratulations. years. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. You. Man. Yeah. And and you know and, and weed is definitely one of is one of the things that went with it. Um, I get weed. I loved weed. I, I you know I was freaking Seth Rogen for you know while while I was in the day. But yeah. uh, but I, I I feel like it's also something that is going to potentially bring me step closer to the booze which I can't sure. have anymore. So, you know, no, right. like it's just like it's just like a uh, an unfortunate um, uh, thing that I had to set aside. Um, but you know, and that's my story. Look, I mean, that's, sure. that's just, everybody's different. And, um, but I, you know, I, I think that there's tons of opportunity in it for people like yourself. I see it in the ultra running community. I see it in like things with CBD and things that are, that are happening now. I mean, I got a, uh, a family member in Kentucky that's growing hemp like for profit and it's got a farm with all this stuff. And it's like, and, I mean, it's just like, so and I, think, I have an t- autoimmune
1: disease, so yeah. I could actually get a card if I wanted yeah. to. So
0: I think, you know not not hooking your wagon, but you being you and that being part of your 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 um you know, your yeah. your brand mission. Brander. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that, that that's uh, you're living in a good time, right, dude?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, one hundred percent. Like it just became legal in Illinois this, this year. Like yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. Like there are lines of dispensary that are lasting three hours. It's just un just unbelievable. Yeah. It's like wow. Um, yeah, we're, I'm living in that time and, uh, I look at, see, I never got, I was never in, I was so straight edge growing up, always my entire life. I never drank. And, you know, when I say I never drank, I had a couple here and there, but I never like drank. I never did like every day, you know, I had a small time in my life where I was going out partying a lot, but it quickly just kind of came and went, you know what I'm saying? So I never had any like substance abuse issues. And I never smoked weed before until I was like twenty six So I played college football and you can't smoke weed when you play college football. So like twenty five, twenty six, I started smoking, and um, I was like, I, don't know I was like
0: looked. twelve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, but, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it, like it, it's, it it just goes to show like you know how things affect you as you start to grow up and 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 the the, the way you perceive things and how. Uh, you know, for some, for somebody, it can, it can be this way. And for somebody else, it can be this way. And the way I look at cannabis is like, uh, it's bringing, well, we know, you know, cannabis brings our nervous system to an equilibrium state. So THC component makes everything else psychoactive. And I, I feel is what I personally feel like, because I've never done this until I had, you know, until I was like basically fully formed, fully developed frontal cortex at 25, 26 is when mm-hmm. it stops forming. And you know, as we know, it's our decision making, it's our the way we feel, it's the way we we uh, compartmentalize it, it, things, and and the way we behave, and, and and all that, all that stuff, the way we communicate and our relationships and all that shit. And um, like as I started smoking, I would I would sit there and things became way more enhanced. Like I felt feelings of gratitude and love and inspiration on the next level and i'm just like whoa you know and you start asking these questions and thinking and dig- digging deeper and and i've used it as a source to as a resource to kind of i don't know like enhance my writing enhance a podcast go deeper on thoughts i i, I have trouble or i've had trouble articulating this information about uh you know, being parasympathetic versus sympathetic and, you know, understanding information about uh, reality itself and wavelengths and vibration. Like I've had a hard time understanding this and um, I feel like I've just been taken to, to next level of thinking from cannabis. Like it, my dad gets so mad at me when I say that because he goes, Danny, you were always a smart boy, blah, 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 you know? And, and yeah, I mean, I've, what I was a 3.0 student A's B's and C's fucking just whatever I did I did what I had to do I never studied crazy hard I just got by whatever and uh, you know I'm not a good reader I'm not a good writer so I'm very like auditory and visual and um, I don't know man like with c- combining cannabis with the meditating with the mace flow and the body weight flow and the understanding of the spine and the nervous system. Like, I just look at cannabis as, like I said, a nervous system, uh, you know, equalizer, I guess. It just lets me take in information purely. And I feel like I'm acting and, you know, creating something throughout this reality that is truthfully me and my purpose. And uh, I'm tracking I'm attracting the right people into my life. And until it does me a, a negative, then I'll stop. You know, I do a good job of listening to my body. Today, I woke up at 4 a.m. for some clients, and I was like, "Nope, I'm not doing coffee today. I'm not yeah. doing. I'm not doing it." You know, so I just don't do it. Like I've, I'm getting, I'm getting good at this. Like I, I can tell what I'm feeling and what that is specifically. Nope, don't do the coffee today. You're not, you're not going to have any value from it. You know, just drink the water, throw some lemon in there, just sip on that all day. Throw a little salt. Like I listen to what I'm saying. What my my brain, my conscious is telling me. Whatever you want to say it. And uh yeah, I just like it. It's fun. And uh, I like talking about it. And if it doesn't work for people it don't want, you know, I think to each their own and and that's it. You know, it's legal now, which is great. Live in I can finally,
0: <laughs> I good can times, finally like, smoke
2: a J on the podcast <laughs> and not and not re- and fully not give a
0: fuck <laughs> <laughs> well uh we thank you man this is uh i, I gotta wrap this up unfortunately i i, I would love to go stay on. and talk we can go on we can, on can talk day. here forever all oh the time God. well I, I, you know what yeah for sure I, I have us on your show we'll do it we'll do a home and home we'll just do let's a, do it yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it
2: we'll uh, we'll, we'll get something swap. set up for february for cool. sure and uh we'll do video and all that and, absolutely uh, have a good time yeah perfect
0: all right well uh we, like i said uh, appreciate it. anything you want to plug tell us how we find your show tell us uh Facebook, links instagram all, all that, that stuff.
2: stuff yeah for sure uh so my my instagram is the best way to communicate that's at danny cola fitness um you can go to danny cola fitness.com and check out you know my uh steel mace 101 online training um my podcast right now is called the Danny Cola podcast. So on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, you can look at, at the Danny Cola podcast. Um, I just did an awesome conversation with Paul Check, which was a super big highlight. I would check that out if you're interested in more about what I've been talking about, about consciousness and trauma and, and uh, information and manifestation and all that stuff. Paul Check really does a good job of breaking those things down uh and you can yeah check it out on all all those platforms it will be going under uh rebrand and it will be called high potential with danny cola something of that nature and that's it you you guys brian and christina is amazing to have this conversation and just connect with you guys and i love that you guys love podcasting as much as i do Uh, it was a really fun one for me so i I really appreciate your time
0: yeah likewise man we appreciate it too it was a lot of
2: fun Awesome! I a lot can't of wait. fun, Danny. Cola. Can't
1: wait to talk again, Danny. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: Let's uh, let, let's uh, set up a day for February, and uh, we'll get you on the show for sure. Okay, perfect. Beautiful.
1: All right, man. With that said, all right, guys. Pleasure. Thank Peace. you. It is Christine Conte. Yeah, I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are too fit, crazy, and the microphone we are where it's at. Peace.